0: Creativity for the society is the, the process, process podcast. Process. The That's right. It's the process podcast, episode 360. We have mm. officially completed a, an entire circuitous Degree thing, it's like 360 degrees, 360 episodes. Oh, I see. It's a, it's a full circle. Are going to say five episodes,
1: like one it'll be a day, one for each day of a year? And then I was like, I think you're a little off there. Just a few. We're ones, a but, little off, but yes, five more 36- episodes, and then it will yes. be as if we 360 360- degrees. Yes,
0: which is pretty cool. Right. I'm going to show you a, my phone screen really quickly, and Ooh. that's all that you get. Oh, a little sneak, and then I'm going to show the front screen again, and that's all that Ooh. you get big sneakies it's like fuck i almost dropped everything and what i was since you're listening to this and you can't see anything you can see stuff but there's no video to accommodate the podcast if you are an able-seeing person i was showing zach my phone screen which is a little cute little wallpaper on it of some strange creatures graphics which i was playing around with last night very exciting things very cool Mm -hmm. i'm gonna put the Put a pdf together either tonight or tomorrow to send off to the the screen printers and get Ooh. a quote dude i spent so i've got this graphic that i'm hoping to put on a sleeve if i can't put it on the sleeve i'll be a little devastated but it'll just mean another shirt and another time i was gonna say
1: later down the line it's always possible yeah it's always time
0: but i've got it like intending to go on the sleeve so it's kind of like it's the proportion of a receipt, I would say, that you would get if you go grocery shopping. So it starts off at the top and it kind of works its way down. Uh, it's about 10 inches tall on the actual graphic itself. So the, the piece of screen print is like 10 inches tall, basically. And I spent probably three hours last night writing the text for that and like playing around with the sizing and the proportion of it. And it's all like very pithy, trip-related stuff, and like the travel-related stuff mm-hmm. that I did there. But it's done in a in a vague enough way that it kind of tells the story of the day that I got lost, right? But in a kind of a comedic way, I'm trying to channel my inner Draplin with that kind yeah. of a stuff, with that kind of thing. So when I finished it finally. I was like, oh, I was going to say
1: the the graphics already give me Draplin vibes thank you like the which i which i have a feeling is part of it is what you're going for is that style absolutely because
0: absolutely
1: i th- like even when we first talked about strange creatures the cool thing was it's your brand i saw it a different way mm-hmm. the way that like i would do it you know what i mean because mm-hmm. it's, it's very like
0: your mean. your incarnation of
1: it yes and when you were describing yours in the first ideas you had with yours it's very you and it's very influenced by the i which is probably saying your biggest graphic influence is draplin yeah right so it's very like you got the book you've seen all his stuff the the skillshare stuff like you're very immersed in his style in his Mm -hmm. way of his aesthetic right so when i look at it it's very grappling vibes like it looks like something he would do cool right but it's also very you because a the story it tells being obviously your story um and just the way you would do things as well Well, i feel like
0: i appreciate that very
1: much so even in the layout i feel like it's similar to like layouts that you've done before for other stuff maybe in school or something i don't know exactly but i feel like i've seen graphic layouts that you've done or like um even when oh you know when you were doing uh uh was it logo ideas back for
0: oh for when we were doing the podcast ideas
1: no no, no, no for someone else
0: oh yeah um for sam and even I did when some camera logos for her
1: That, but also, wasn't there also like shirt graphics or something like that for another Aussie? Oh,
0: this okay. So this is as I was leaving Australia, the last day that I was there, and this is someone who I really want to get on the podcast. Hayden, Hayden Dib, who's friends with Campbell. Hayden is the only reason that Campbell and I met. So Hayden invited me to the bar that night Mm, where the the filmmakers meet up, and. I think that was Campbell's first time going there as well, because Hayden had also invited him. Hayden invited Tommy and Josh, but Tommy and Josh were like, "No, we have lives. We gotta like go and do those lives." I'm yeah. like, "I don't have a life, so I'm gonna oh, go God. there." Um, so that's how we met Hayden. And Hayden's like a photographer, food guy, videographer, super fucking funny. Okay. This guy's like, this guy is an undiscovered comedian, mm. um, and has great taste in food and great taste in music. Um. And his dad owns a Jack Wolfskin store. You, I don't know if he still owns it with the pandemic and everything, but he owned that uh, store in Collingwood, right? Um, just n- northeast of the CBD, and they were carrying a line of clothes called Dark Sea, Dark Sea Division, which is, it's the it's this clothing brand and. They make a whole bunch of stuff that's like nautical, ocean, pirate related stuff. And it's just a whole graphic exercise. Like the sustenance of the brand is the fact that they do a bunch of different designs. Yes. And not Hayden's dad, but one of Hayden's dad's friends bought the IP or something like that. Basically bought the company name of this brand called Live Travel Adventure, which... Hayden asked me to do initial like graphic stuff and the initial stuff that I did was too hyper australiana for them so then we toned it back and started to do like more Well, okay, as opposed to blasting AUS everywhere and doing yellow and green maybe we do some shark theme stuff or maybe it's a maybe it's a shark skull like the jaw the jaw skeleton and teeth and stuff and just playing around with graphics is a big graphic exercise yes. and it was super fun. And that I believe
1: that is what you're talking, talking referencing. About. Yes. Okay. That even, I remember when you're doing that, even the layout on the illustrator, when you showed me the stuff you're working on for that, even just the way you laid out stuff in the illustrator file gives me same oh, vibes to the glimpses of the strange creature stuff you're showing me even the layout's like give me similar vibes from that like because it's very you but it's also very draplin
0: because mm-hmm. i've drapling taken inspired. very much so and i'm not ashamed to say that no, at all it's not like you're copying
1: him he hasn't done no. strange creatures it's just it's very and like again knowing you and knowing the whole kind of like vibe and aesthetic usually associated with like Outdoorsy stuff and adventure stuff fits very Mm -hmm. well with Draplin's kind of aesthetic. It's campy in a good way. Yeah, and so you know, it's it just makes sense. So I'm like, well, if regardless of Draplin, if you were doing graphics, you'd be doing that anyways, that style, Mm -hmm. because it's just it just matches with you and what the stuff you're working on. Yeah, Um, it does. Yeah, like it does. Makes sense to be inspired by by him.
0: I agree. And like I I discovered Draplin's stuff, his work, and became enamored with it when I was was away and when I was working on this Mm -hmm. stuff. I remember leaving a place that I was at early so I could get the five-hour train ride home so that I would get home at 5 o'clock instead of 10 o'clock so that I could spend a couple hours so I could stop at the mall first and pick up another pack of field notes and walk back home and watch some of Draplin's um, like presentation stuff and try and just figure more shit out that way. Right. Um, and like I found, I f- was enamored by it, came home and just got deeper and deeper into it. When I got back, I, flew, I landed from Australia on my birthday and the Christmas present th- or birthday present that my parents got me was that book yeah. as I landed, which was super cool and so it always ha- it always has a great place in my heart from like a sentimental perspective but and like you said with the skillshare stuff where i've spent i've re-listened and re-watched the same lessons over and over and over again cuz i'm really i'm trying to like understand not just what he's doing or not just how he's doing it but also why he's doing it yeah. Like we've spoken a lot about before, the what and the how are great, but it's understanding the why that's the most important. And for me, it was like it's stuff that works. And it's especially when it's going on something that's going to be manufactured in the real work and doesn't live on my phone screen, even if no one buys anything, it's still becoming a real thing. What can I do with that? And how can I make that work the way that I like it? You know? And this whole like the layout as it exists now has been festering like a swollen blister in mm. my brain since i got back because i knew at like the the live travel adventure stuff was kind of a practice round for me right to explore this stuff i just didn't really know it there was times like you remember the day when you came home uh from cambridge to woodlot on a sunday it was a Sunday afternoon and I was in my room and Haley was there with me cause she was having a, a breakdown or something. I do remember that.
1: So i walk down the stairs, open the door and it's like silent except like I just hear crying. I'm like, what the hell's going on? What? what have I walked into?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was weird. She's okay though. I think. And that day, my afternoon, I had ent- I, all school stuff was done and I was going to spend like, the five hours in the afternoon and like draw and sketch and come up with some ideas for what at the time was this whole go outside thing. And it wasn't fully fleshed out, but like I was thinking about it back then and then thinking about it during the pandemic. And then it kind of just sat and it's been in the back burner. It's been in the old file folders for a long time. It's been fermenting. It's been fermenting and it's, but the thing is in almost I mean, hell, in September, it's going to be three years since I first, since that idea first came to me, but it's never left my brain for longer than a couple days. Mm -hmm. It's always been there. I'll see something like that. That's, that's the kind of look that I want to try and recreate, but I don't want to just grab that and take that. It's been taking all these different cues from everywhere from, like streetwear stuff to draplin screen printing stuff to uh the graphic layouts of these old like nature field guide things Mm. and how they would like point out to specific animals i'm trying to get my hands on some of the old reptile and amphibian and insect books of those through ebay but they're they're hard to find because they're obviously not making them anymore and the ones that are in good readable condition are more pricey because yeah. it's like from the 50s and it's done on cheap paper anyway but smacked full of futura bold and smacked full of like simple helvetica stuff like uh half tones half tone printing super cool but i'm like I'm i'm taking all these little tidbits of inspiration and then injecting it and thinking about and this is kind of something that I've learned from you a lot with the whole design thing is like what's the story and what's the idea behind it as opposed to just the fact that it could look cool. Yeah. What story can I tell with the piece of like the piece of clothing itself if I give it to someone, say I give it to one of my friends uh say Seb gets one, right? Say we give one to Seb, but and then Kylie asks him, she's like, oh, what? Well, what is this on the, the thing? And Seb's like, well, and it's speaking in reference to a graphic or a line of text. And he's like, yeah. well, I don't know. But then either Seb asks me or Kylie asks me. And I say, well, the whole reason that particular part is there, because at some point in the journey, I was doing this and I was doing that. And then I fell and it was this and it was that. And there's, there's a story behind each item that's on the clothing you know everything there i can relate back to with a personal experience right which to me that's that's what makes this version of it so successful whereas the initial one was thinking about animals which are cool you know i love animals and then there's this name but other than that that was kind of it like there was no the story was, oh, well, I saw this on a on a street sign when I was hiking out of the out of a rainforest being stranded for whatever. That's cool, but it's that's still like a bit too superficial. Like anyone can say that kind of a thing. People get lost all the time. It happens, especially tourists, because they're technically less intelligent than the locals. So for me it was it was like pushing myself to really distinguish the design in a way that is truly unique to my experience but also prompts like well why does it say spiders spotted on the sleeve it's like well Mm. took a shit one time and there was a giant 12 inch (laughs) wide spider sitting above me that's why we spotted that spider and that like it's that that kind of personality to it as well i really like and i like seeing that in design and that's why i think i'm so attracted to draplin stuff because it's not It's not graphic design for the sake of graphic design. It's graphic design simply at times just because it's fun. Mm -hmm. And that's what I like.
1: And it's always going to be better that way, right? Like when you have something more personal, a deeper meaning, a deeper story behind it, there's always a more you can draw from that's still relevant and still Mm -hmm. justified. Um, And there's more, there's always more details that you can add in that aren't just going to be arbitrary. You know, exactly. they, they connect back to a deeper meaning, to mm-hmm. a deeper concept or theme or motif or whatever, right? Story. Um, I, I think what's cool, too, is, like, you being inspired by, graphically, from, like, old manuals or old information books like that on animals yeah. and old, old, old books and magazines and stuff like that is something... Draplin would do as well. Yeah, yeah, it's very much him. Like I remember, like you showing me there was one of the podcasts he was on or a YouTube video or something, and him talking about where he when he like if he finds there's like a sticker or a patch or like a random piece of paper or an envelope or a postcard or or sign or something, and then just stores them, and he has just all these random cool little like yeah. logos and and symbols and color palettes and and um pieces of typography and stuff like that they just mm-hmm. that's very much like what you're doing as well yeah which to me which and i, I totally really agree
0: cool. i'm just i'm trying to do it i love the idea of all that stuff but having all those like he's got like mechanics chests yeah, filled full with of, like yeah stickers and old notebooks and like old signs and license plates and stuff yeah. And I love the idea of that, but there's a lot of stuff to keep. So I did it all. Like, basically did yeah. that, trying to explore that same practice, but doing it visually.
1: Yeah, that's something that takes time anyways, right? Like, that's mm-hmm. something that you just have to curate over years,
0: right? Over years and years and years.
1: It's almost like that type of stuff. It's like, if you go looking for it, you can only find some of it. Yeah. Like, most of the good stuff accident. just happens by accident, right? You see it, and you're like, it does. you're in a record shop and you see uh, your eye just randomly lands on a cool piece of vinyl artwork and you're like, Mm -hmm. Whoa, like,
0: Whoa, wasn't not expecting I
1: Wasn't coming here looking for that, but I found it. Now I'm going to buy it. That's going to go on a shelf. And now that's another piece within my physical library of references and inspiration,
0: Mm -hmm. you know? Oh, completely. And like, I was very conflicted about how, in the same way that like you and I can share this strange creature's idea, but we both interpret it so differently. Yeah. Was I wanted to make it look, I wanted to give off the vibe of the, that. It's something that you could see in a rainforest that you could see hung over a gum tree branch and some guys like washing himself naked in the river beside it. Yeah. But you could also wear that um to like a rock concert in an underground pub and still fit in. Right. Or it's a conversation you starter. could just <laughs> conversation starter. Or you could just you could wear it bowling or you could wear it to the right. library or you could just wear it anywhere. The idea being probably not to an expensive fancy dinner date. But if you're me, that's not happening.
1: I just pictured like, you know, when you're on like a hiking trail or something that's like an actual like uh official like park trail or something and you'll have Mm -hmm. like the the maps that are like you know it's like a log frame Mm -hmm. and it has like the plastic cover and it has like a map or whatever i picture like that as the frame and it's got like a poster in it and it's strange creatures or something that would be cool that kind of thing or they come in like an old lodge like on a campsite or something that like and in the lodge it's got stuff like that
0: and that's that's again the aesthetic too like each place that I would go was so different. And like there's sorting through the photos of it for the book, like there's there's close to 6,000 photos. That's wild. That, And 4,000 of them are from the camera. The other 2,000 came from my phone. And a lot of it was seeing an interesting graphic, taking a photo of it, seeing an interesting sign, taking a photo of it. Mm. Taking a photo of the sign where I was and if it's not the graphic quality of it then maybe it's the colors or the way that it's constructed that's i'm like oh that's interesting and that's where the contrast between a sans serif and a kind of serifed font came from like one of them is is a true sans serif font and it's it's called topline regular i think mm. and that's the that's the clean one and it looks nice and i love it and then it's contrasted with this other one, and I don't remember what the name of it is, but it's got the same look that you get when you're reading the name of a campsite as you're like coming up the road. Is that and the one I said? Old... Is that
1: Cooper Black? Kind uh, of gives me off Cooper Black vibes, which is like. Probably. Kel Loren uses it a lot. It's very like um. I'll
0: have to check what Cooper Black looks
1: yeah, like. Yeah, Cooper Black is like very like seventies, like. Mm. Use a lot.
0: It is similar. Similar, it is it. Similar. similar vibes. I'll see if I can actually grab the um. Grab the name of the the font here. Just cause I have Cooper Black. Coop
1: Black. It's on. I think it's on Adobe Fonts.
0: Cooper Black is yes. Yeah, cause I've I've got that. Cause um, it's awesome. It's great, and so this is a pandemic story now. When I think it was in may of the pandemic and i was again revisiting the uh revisiting the strange creatures thing and that's when i had the the items written in the sign and i was again just trying to play around with that very preliminary idea oh it's on the wrong hard drive i don't know if i have it here ah that's okay um i was trying to see like what i could do with it and i went through probably a rendition of I'm going to guess maybe 10 or 12 different fonts that were all similar and around the same style of cooper cooper black and they all ended up being different none of them were and I I was able to narrow it down to one that I liked and that I enjoyed um, but it took a long time and like there was a lot of oh I don't know what to do is yep. it going to be this one is it going to be that one and a lot of a lot of thinking like is this the right thing to do and i was like well if i like it that's all that matters so yep who cares beyond that you know
1: oh that was like it me is. with team time travel when i first yeah found the font for uh the main like logo which is i think it's called laser 84 something like that it's very that's like cool it's like a 80s like you know, cool font looking thing. And it was just like a free font I found online somewhere. Right. Oh, when I was coming up with it, I knew going to, to team travel. I knew I was going to have Helvetica, Helvetica medium yep. specifically. I'm like, that's going to be my secondary font. All the text, all the more heavy text captions, and then alternate graphics and logos will be Helvetica medium or yes. Helvetica bold. But mm-hmm. I'm like, I knew that regards what's going to be like, the main font for like the main logo and something and i had this vibe of like you know like the whole brand was inspired by back to the future essentially in and sci-fi and, and pop culture and something like that and so i'm looking online with all these fonts that i could just grab that are like you know kind of cool and whimsical or kind of 3d effect or all this stuff <laughs> and i just had them all in a big photoshop file or something like that way back Big file and just Damn. had like team time trial written over and over again in like a hundred different fonts, Damn. and I'm like, okay, if I close my eyes and open them, which one do I look at first? <laughs> you know kind of thing, or like which one that's gives it. me the vibe right Mhm that which one just that's feels exactly it. like it's the vibe, and it was the one I ended up going with, and i I love it, you know ever you know it just works
0: you that's the thing is you gotta if you don't already love it, you have to find the one that you're like okay this works functionally but i need to love it if i don't like the look of the font even if it's like one letter yeah you can and there's points in because i made the logo keeping the text live and then shifted it to outline so that now it's just a shape and i can tweak that and then i'm able then to simply reuse those shapes over and over again. Um, each time the logo gets modified or tweaked or changed, um, and the 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 font that is similar to Cooper Black is called Made Mirage, mm. and it is the black weight of it. So right. it's the, the the heavy, the, heavy. the most yeah. bold, the heavy, heavy, heavy. Um, oh, yeah. and it just gave me this look like it belonged in a carved hand, like hand carved wooden sign that was like painted and peeling away from the sun. Yeah, it's faded, baked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. And it's like and I knew that, and I knew what I think we've talked about it before, but it's knowing what something needs to be but not being able to identify visually what it is. Mm-hmm. It's like looking at something with fuzzy glasses on or if you have shit eyesight, no glasses on. It's like you can see it in front of you, but you can't make out any details. And Ultimately, that's what this has been for the longest time. And it's, it was like basically a year ago that we brought it up on the podcast for the first time. And that's, I think this, I think we called it Strange Creatures was that episode, the name of that episode. And that episode to this day is, it's not in like the top 10 or anything, but it's one of the higher performing episodes for some mm-hmm. reason. No idea why. But what really like, other than the fact that it's going to be dope as fuck when it gets made. What I love about it is that there's so many different opportunities and like the same thing with team time travel where you've got this, it's a theme, right? It's this overarching theme of team time travel, strange creatures. There, are these, it's a larger than life thing. It's not just a, oh, we do uh, skateboard streetwear, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And that can still be limitless, but I don't know something about the the natural theming of something where you've got animals and time, travel all that kind of stuff to me anyways, the way I'm interpreting it is like there's so much that you can do with it, and there's so many ways that you can interpret the logo and the visual or the 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 graphic identity of it and just do a whack ton of shit yep and that's the that's a, i'm already thinking about like what the next one's gonna look like like i want to make yeah. a t-shirt or a singlet for the summertime huh, and yes. working outside in the garden and stuff and like what i want it to say man it's it's getting me fired you
1: up you like the photo shoot for the clothing line it's just like you know where they do like the high fashion like acronym where it's like you know in a nice studio background stand there and they're like looking like a you know that cool that cool face you have on, you're looking off nowhere, like looking cool to posing. Mm. That kind of modern take on like fashion photography, high fashion, but like in the setting of it's just a campsite and it's like all like camp counselor like <laughs> outfit and you're just standing there like like hype beast fashion <laughs> poses. But it's just like in the middle of a campsite.
0: Oh, that's a good idea. I like that a lot. I was thinking about that too. I went out on a run last night and Like the thing was in my head the entire time because all I wanted to do was go on the run and come back inside, shower, and sit down at the laptop and work Mm. on it, which is what I did from like 8.30 to 11. That's like the only thing that I did, which was great. And I'm grateful to be able to do that. But my, I'm running and I'm thinking like, oh, like Nick, we could do a thing on a weekend and Nick could take the photos of it because he's got that nice camera. Nick could take photos of it. And we can just get like a bunch of people there and get a bunch of people wearing this stuff and just like do it in like the middle of, like not do it take photos in the middle of the like trees and shit and like throw someone in the mud and then get yep. them to stand up and like then put a clean shirt on and then there it's like they're covered in mud and a clean shirt on top just looks so weird yeah that's the stuff so you're that gonna, like, you're gonna get you're gonna get chucked in the mud oh god no i'll do it i, I kind of want to do it i kind of want to be that guy but yeah, dude, I'm gangbusters. Yeah, I'm so stoked. Oh shit!
1: I had a, I'll I'll save this for for tomorrow. But I had a, I found a new inspiration for a Team trying to Travel, like a new layout, oh, graphic layout idea. That's are you gonna
0: change it again? No, I mean, kind of. But it's,
1: I'm constantly trying to find something that I look at it. I'm like, that's what that plus me is what I want.
0: Have you reached that point yet, where it's like a definitive hundred percent yes? No,
1: but mm. this this other thing I found like the other day, I was like, I want my like digital posts and layout stuff to be like this, and this kind of this kind of vibe, right? And mm. then I also had a and then I also had a vision.
0: Oh shit! Like
1: when I was talking about it, it was a, like literally I was sleeping. I woke up and it was like a oh, dream. That's the best. Came to oh, my dream. Shit. And it was All like right. we were just talking about like a funny like photo shoot, but for Team time travel. And it just, I just had this Ooh. vision of like, it could be stupid, but it was a vision. But
0: What was the vision? Or we'll save it for tomorrow. i will save it tomorrow. Save it for tomorrow. Keep me in suspense. You want to know how to keep a kid in suspense? I'll tell you tomorrow. That's a joke, everybody. Mm-hmm. And if you found that funny, shame on you because it's a simple joke. Just kidding. Uh, bigdesigncompany.com is the email address that you can reach us at. Or Big Design, www.bigdesigncompany.com. And if it's a podcast specific question, hiat.theprocesspodcast at gmail.com. We very well may be partaking in our first, it'll probably be our first in-person guest episode ever. Ever. Quite possibly. Quite possible. I'm trying to think. Have we ever done that with. No, we never have. Uh, Seb? Technically, Seb. Technically, technically Seb. Seb. Yeah. Seb was with you in person. Yes, but all together. So, but all together. This
1: could be a groundbreaking milestone.
0: It'll be a trio, which is really cool. And that should be just as long as everything goes to plan and no one gets sick. And the world doesn't end between now and then. Mm-hmm. That'll be next Friday um and this weekend i've had like i've got a growing list of people in my finished it record time 16 days yeah that's great for a field notebook i um, gonna make some media kit proposals to send out to some folks and hopefully get some folks on the podcast oh, yeah. in addition to our friends which is all very cool and exciting so at gmail.com is the email address for that and zach watson yes sir what is our instagram process underscore underscore podcast noise ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for listening we will see you tomorrow peace the process